Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, yesterday was not a good day for Gary Sharp when it comes to trying to avoid the conversation of metrics and numbers of college basketball teams, but including the beloved Nebraska basketball squad. You said metrics and numbers before you said basketball, and I immediately thought I yeah. tried to avoid that since sixth grade. But it was yeah, I have to. That's why we do what we do. I can't speak on your behalf, but I know that's. Oh no, no, no! That's <laughs> definitely why I do. Yeah, I once got a seven on a math test in college, so I put that on a on the fridge. It's like you can't even try to be that terrible. <laughs> well, they gave you they gave you uh, credit for getting your name right. It's like uh, best of the best. Or what'd you even count them for? <laughs> How many people have seen best of the best? Uh, people that listen to this station, I like oh, to I, think, I, have I seen. So. There's somebody in their car right now that just <laughs> immediately goes, "No, no, Tommy, no, Coach, he's gonna kill him." Yeah. Tommy, Tommy, uh, Tommy, no, Tommy. <laughs> Come on, there's got to be some people listening to that. Episode. Is that Eric Roberts' best movie? It might be. Well, it oh, best of best two is pretty good. It probably is. Uh, a lot bad. of the a lot of the the talk around town, as they say. Yesterday after Nebraska's first road victory. You would have thought the significance of going to Bloomington, Indiana would have had the same type of impact as No Sit Sunday had on Nebraska's tournament hopes. And in some ways, maybe it does. Maybe we'll look back on that night and say that was the one that got him in. It's very possible. Oh, and by the way, a little side note. So the big uh, Indiana-Iowa women's matchup last night, which Indiana smoked. Those sold out there, too. Caitlin Clark only scored four points in the second half. Overrated. I know. Yeah. Trying to chase down Pistol Pete. You ain't going to do it that way. Mm -hmm. But as they were, Iowa had sent out some pregame tweets and images of the team getting ready to warm up. They still had the score from the night before up on the scoreboard of the Nebraska victory (laughs) over Indiana. So that was kind of cool. Take that, Iowa. Not that Iowa women really care about the Nebraska men's basketball side of it, but I thought it was kind of neat. Anyway... The talk yesterday, I think I mentioned at the end of the show of what the numbers were because Gary's made it a point. I'm going to respect it. He made it a point that he will not look at that, but if he ever wants to know, I will have that information readily available. Well, I think it was maybe the fact that Nebraska had made a decent jump, more so than we thought they would with a road victory over Indiana. I think that's why it was kind of getting a little bit more run. So their net ranking went up from 47 to 43. Their Ken Palm ranking went up from 41 to 38. Their KPI went up from 38-31. Strength of record is now 29. The BPI went from 51 to 41. And the Torvik rating went from 39 to 34. So, you like that? Again, all of these were pretty decent-sized jumps from their previous numbers. If you get into this, okay, this is is nerding out with the calculator-type moment, okay? So bear with me. Get Uh, your TI-89 out and start tapping away. Yep. 
Just look at spells boobs. I'm going to get to talk to me. Uh, bracketology in the bracket matrix, Nebraska is in 104 of 106 brackets. So pretty much unanimously, as much as a team that is projected to be a 10 seed can be, is pretty much unanimously that they're in everyone's bracket. Uh, Lenardi, as of last check, has him as a 10 seed. Jerry Palm has him as a 10 seed. Andy Katz, Andy Katz, man, he just, he can't help himself. He loves Nebraska. He loves Fred. I don't know if he nice loves people. Nebraska and Fred, or I, I don't know. Maybe it's more of a Fred thing than it is a Nebraska thing, or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe, maybe it's, it's a combo of both. Really nice people, and yeah. Fred is great. It's where two amazing things in Andy Katz's world came together as one, and now is a magical conjunction. I don't know. But he, Andy Katz has him as a nine seed. And then uh, Mike DeCorsi of be a Fox. a 10 than a 9. I would too. You don't want to play a 1. And I know that just from what, when our, our women's team, I know, before people rolled their eyes, but we were at 8 or 9. We were in that game, and mm-hmm. it was great. We won the game, but then we had to go against number 1 Stanford. It didn't go well. Yeah. I know it's women's to men's, but it's the same, same no, principles is, here. If is, you're absolutely. a 10, you'd rather play a 2. Or on the off chance that you get a Coppin State beating South Carolina like in 1997, yeah. <laughs> led by the great Fang Mitchell, and Coppin State didn't have a ban, so they had to borrow Morgan State's ban, who did a fantastic job, and they played this at the old arena in Pittsburgh. Anyway, Coppin State oh won. God. They faced Texas in the second round. Texas beat them before advancing to the Sweet 16 and losing to Denny Crumbs Louisville. Have a great weekend, everybody. Wow. Bravo. Bravo, my friend. Uh, Mike DeCourcy. says I killed all my brain cells in college. Yeah. I still have some. some or, or they're just redeveloping it. They just, they, all of a sudden, you thought you lost one, and then one just comes right back. Yeah, that can happen, too. Uh, Mike DeCourcy has him as a Louisville 10. Louisville ended up losing to North Carolina in that Elite Eight in North Carolina. Went to the Final Four before... Uh, uh, losing in the final four and eventually oh, cool. Arizona beat Kentucky. Of and that year, course they And that did. year to turn it, bring it back all around, uh, Minnesota was in the final four that year led by Bobby Jackson and Coach Clem Haskins. <laughs> is that it? Uh, that was it. That's it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Final four was at the RCA Dome in Indianapolis. Well, okay. The more you know, right? Here's Nick with the weather. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're wondering where the bracketologists have them at, only one out of the four I mentioned has them in Omaha. Of course, he's got them in Omaha as a 10, taking on seventh seed florida uh andy katz has them in memphis taking on eight seed colorado state and then both jerry palm and joe lenardi have them in charlotte uh they differ on the opponent joe lenardi has them playing a seven seed utah state while jerry palm has them playing a seven seed washington state i i do uh, want to give love to the the daily argument by scary gary by the way and i yeah. get this this is why i didn't want to say that he goes this team has never won a tourney game and we we're already thinking about a round two game if a nine is the better matchup give me a nine over a ten fair if you just want to get by the oh, one win no, so that's in. a good argument no nope, i'm going all in but i'm just kidding yeah i don't know um i get where gary's coming from and i get where gary's coming from they just want to win a tournament game yeah yeah. At the end of the, that's all they want, and that's why I laugh when people are like, so "Oh, happy. if they if they, if they play in a, a the playing game, then it doesn't count." Hell yes, yeah, it, it counts does. because your name was selected, and that music is playing when you're yes. going to breaks. You're going you're to Dayton, and the first four in. Sorry. Uh, by the way, because I don't want to forget him. Um, going back to our other discussion earlier, Husker Country says, keep a running tab on your phone of things. She mentioned that she likes throughout the year. Then you always have a list to go off when it's time to buy a gift. Oh, yeah, this goes back to... Um, that is a pro move, by the way. Started out with uh, choosing a ring, either having your wife... We are not my Well, you're a few, I guess you'd be your girlfriend at the time. 
your future wife be able to go ring shopping with you or do you just say you know what i think i know what she likes i think she's gonna like this and you go what? that's not ever gonna go well for you it's 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 uh, i mean there are a couple of things that bold, might go well for you but that's not one of them it's a bold strategy cotton uh bracket wag has has nebraska as a 10 now they're the ones that cha- this is the shelby mast bracket this is the one that changes every day so he actually does a daily uh bracket we're going to start getting into that i think Maybe next week, where like Lenardi and Palm, DeCourcy, they put out like daily updates. But yeah, still has Nebraska as a 10, as the number two 10 seed. So pretty comfortably in. But actually changed, I believe, after the win against Indiana yesterday morning when I looked at the Shelby Mass bracket that... Shelby Mass had Nebraska in Omaha. I'm looking right now, and I think that changed. So right now, Shelby Mass has the Omaha bracket as Iowa State. Sorry, Iowa. Iowa State taking on Louisiana Tech, and then Utah State taking on Gonzaga. The other side uh, for Omaha would be... Ooh, they got uh, KU playing toothpaste. Colgate? Yeah. Yep, there you go. Uh, Nebraska, uh, the, uh, okay, he still does have Nebraska in Omaha. Nebraska taking on South Carolina, South and, then, Carolina? Yep, and then Colgate taking on Kansas. Mm-hmm. Boom. Frank Martin. So there's two that have him in Omaha. Either way, the, the numbers were they were brought up a lot with what Nebraska was able to do. We got to get tickets to that. That's a house divided if that happens. If Nebraska plays Kansas? Yeah. Well, that'd be really cool. It would be. That'd be the one time that Kansas will not take over that building. <laughs> the one time. And this would be what the fourth, if you count the super re, or the super regional, if you count the regional, which Kansas was a part of, and they had that epic game against uh, Duke to go to the final four. Uh, let's see, 08, 12. Yeah, this will be the fourth time, right? This will be I the fourth remember. time that, that Omaha has hosted either the NCAA first and second or a regional. Yeah. So I think this is the It's always fourth. been a great host, though. So. Yeah, because 08 oh, oh, was the first year. Yep. 12 was the second year. Then there was, uh, was and the, the regional was, was eighteen. The regional was eighteen. There but I swear go. there was another one. I thought maybe there was two. Well, remember they they were supposed to host during COVID. Oh yes. So people forget they didn't. So now it comes back around. And then in the alternate timeline, what a what a field that was. Yes. Oh, it was great. What a time. Um, I do want to get to what Nebraska has coming up. So I mentioned, and I've been kind of singing the praises of Minnesota. And Ben Johnson, the job he has done. I know we were talking about Fred has got to be in the conversation for Big Ten Coach of the Year. Ben Johnson as well. And we kind of touched on this yesterday. Two guys for, if any reason more than anything, these are guys that we didn't know if they would survive this year as the head coach of their respective institutions. And not only are they going to survive, but could be in the running for a raise or an extension. But Minnesota, if you're wondering about their number, they are in t- inside the top 75. With that win yesterday, they went from 73rd to 72 in the net ranking. Uh, as I mentioned, though, Minnesota, when it comes to quad one opportunities, they are right now one of five in quad ones. They do have one bad loss. Uh, they had a quad three loss, but uh, no quad fours as well. So, again, Minnesota has got to be zeroing in on this thing. 
If you look at Nebraska's resume right now, and again, we're nerding out a little bit. I told you we would for a second. Uh, Nebraska is actually 12 and 0 in quad three and quad four opportunities. And the number that's actually maybe even more impressive than getting three quad one wins, they're four and one in quad two. So, and now you add a road win to that resume in conference play. You've got two road wins total. They're two and seven on the road. It, it does set up pretty nice. It's, it's, it's a very respectable resume that I think you'd have a lot of issues of Nebraska not making it in if everything kind of holds true from here on out. Um, but this is why I keep bringing up Minnesota. And these are the games, whether it's at home or on the road, that are always tricky to kind of figure because you've got a Minnesota team that is desperate. But a Minnesota team, if you watched last night, looked this is where I'll remove myself from the computer screen on the numbers and what they're telling me and go off of what I truly saw in Minnesota last night against Ohio State. And to me, that is a team that looks like they could be a tournament team. That looks like they played like a tournament team last night. Mind you, they played Ohio State, but they, they looked like a tournament team last night. Shout out to Bracket Swag, Shelby Mass. They've uh, just followed us back on the Twitter. Boom. Yeah, I, I noticed that when I started following Shelby Mass early in the year. Got like an immediate follow back yeah. too. So good morning, Shelby Mass. I, good job. He's he's a, the content. He, he's on top of it. He's on top of it. It definitely is a labor of love. I think that every week when Tim's here, it takes love to do all that. It does it's a lot of puzzle. Yeah. Well, there is. It's. It, I feel like. I feel like trying to have the perfect brag is like whack a mole, man. It's just. I still don't think that there's no way that Kansas and Nebraska play here. Um, I don't think Nebraska. Ends I think up in it, yes. I, I. It's obviously more likely that Kansas is here. In fact, well, that's not likely. It's happening. Well, I know, it's, and we still got to figure out a bet in case. And Iowa State will end up. You can figure yeah. out a bet all you want. It's not going to not happen. The Iowa State uh, Kansas part of it will too. be pretty cool because of that Big Twelve rivalry. I just think Nebraska will be somewhere else. Seating will be probably that, yeah. and that doesn't matter. Like Scary Gary said, at the end of the day, for them, they don't care about seats. They just want to be in and right. give them the good matchup so they can get a win. Yeah, I, I I understand that, so I'm not gonna. Oh no, you know I what I said about being a ten. I'm saying if you have your pick, but I I like I said I understand. They for, just want to win for Nebraska on on Sunday though. This is why, and I know Zach brought up if K State were to beat BYU, that should pop them into uh, inside the top seventy five. And they got to get going because they're on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. They're in the top seventy-five right now. Minnesota's playing their Minnesota's been playing their way into a level of respectability to where all of a sudden a win against Minnesota at home can actually look a lot better on Nebraska's resume than what it did even a gosh two weeks ago. Because I think in their last seven games they're now five and two, but before they went on that little run in the last seven games, they dropped four in a row. So they're pretty much playing themselves into they are like a, an it, NIT bid for sure. Yep. Which and, I'm not insulting. I'm saying yeah. it's good for them because they looked bad before. And then Iowa, you also have now. Obviously, they don't play Nebraska anymore, but Iowa's also playing themselves into the conversation. So it's interesting that. Yeah, they're finishing strong. The Big Ten, at one point, you looked at, okay, could it be as low as just five teams? Now you're starting to see some teams play themselves into the conversation. That's why I I just cannot stress enough. I know it's Nebraska at home. I know what they've done at home and how good they've looked. But Nick says they're going to lose by 50. 
They will they will lose by 14. If you uh, have been paying attention the last uh, week, you are in on the bid on that one. But this is going to be a major challenge for them. Yeah, Nick is personally going to help Nebraska ball get in the I'm tournament. Doing, I'm doing whatever I can. Nick and Kasey Tomanaga mm-hmm. and Alec. One of the guys has a better follow-away. I'll let you decide which one that is. Is that Nick Hanley? Mm-hmm. Regular Hakeem Elijah one. Appreciate, dream shake. Appreciate that. Post you up. Uh, by the way, Creighton. If you are curious about the numbers, because, you know, this isn't all about the Nebraska numbers. The, the, the reason, like, bringing up Creighton's numbers is so boring is because... They're good. It's the, they are good. And you, hey, out on a limb, they're going to make the tournament. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah, their numbers are solid. They were a nine. They're still a nine uh, in, in the net. As far as where most bracketologists have them, they have them right around a, a pretty solid four right now. And that's a good spot to be in. It's Creighton... And that's that's why this conversation. I always feel like, oh yeah, and then there's Creighton, and it's it's kind of the whole discussion about Creighton. Other than than Wednesday, I mean, they got a lot of our conversation for four hours, and they should have because what they did against UConn and what was just a total banged out atmosphere, and more than anything for me was being able to see that level that they can get to, like the fact that they can be truly a Final Four caliber team if they can duplicate that against a team like UConn that has so much going for them. What we're curious with Creighton from here on out is can they validate that? Can they double down on what they did? Can they go to St. John's? Finish on a heater. Absolutely. And And look good in doing so. Come back. Take care of Seton Hall. Then you get those last two, Marquette. That'll be a juiced atmosphere. I think that'll rival the UConn atmosphere for Saturday afternoon. And I say that because looking at the weather next Saturday, 70s. You telling me Omaha won't be jumping for a 130 game against Shaka and his long sleeve shirt under his polo? Oh, yeah. And then you have Villanova a week later, and Kyle Neptune has him playing well. So, yeah, finish on a heater. That's what I want to see out of Creighton, but as far as their numbers, it's it's not all of a sudden they're going to like they're going to drop into like a five or a six they're right now. But, but I but I think that their their ceiling is probably capped right now. Uh, and they could sneak into that three line. I think three is probably the ceiling. Yeah, so people make a big deal about seating. I, I, I've always been about matchups. I don't care about seating. Yeah. It, it all comes back to it's now, mind you, where I came from. It was always an argument about, oh, will they be a one seed? Or, and I always just think, who cares? That only matters to what uniform you wear in the regional. Well, the beauty of it is, it's all and about you're, matchups you're, you're right, it's, you it's about matchups. Because they're saying, no, we don't care what seed you are. We're going to play who we play. We're going to beat them all. The beauty of it is, whether you're a four or a three, hey, four seeds have won a national championship. Mm-hmm. Three seeds have won a national championship. In two seeds have won a national championship. And you know what? Four. Twos have been upset in the first round. Threes have been upset in the first round. Fours have been upset in the first round, too. So, so I, one, either good way, morning, Purdue. Absolutely. Purdue and uh, in Virginia. Who could, could play each other? Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be good. Oh, that would be nap-inducing. 38-33. God. I, I, I get it. Virginia, there's a formula there. And I like Tony Bennett. I, I, really I do, do, too. I like Painter as well. Like I, I People tried. think I hate Purdue. I don't. I just They're a nice Big Ten team. I don't trust them in the tournament. But if they have a little run, I'll be happy for them. Man, they're not dislikable. I tried watching that game Monday night when they played uh, Vatek. You're better than I am. That's tough. Oh, I... I, I at halftime, I, I went on to other things because they scored 16 points in one half of basketball. I get it. They're not known for their offense, but at some point you need that. I mean, that was their undoing when they lost to UMBC. Like, okay, you got to have some offense every now and then. 
teams go on a heater regardless of how tough defense you're playing. We've seen wheelchair basketball with more offense. It was bad, man. They're tough. They are. They are a tough watch. But uh, Tony Bennett, good dude. It's it's a major it's a major opportunity for Nebraska, just like it's a major opportunity for Minnesota on Sunday. And I'm not saying that that worries me. That's going to be. But for people who maybe looked at Minnesota as a layup. I hope you watch last night and watch what they've been doing the last seven games. Good on them. They're playing better. They are. That's, you know. Ben Johnson is, he is, uh, he is, he's cooling down that seat uh, very much so here in the month of February. Yeah, too bad Jack Collinsworth isn't calling this game on Peacock. Then I'd be all Nebraska. (laughs) Who's got the game on Sunday, by the way? Uh, Not sure. It's not Peacock, though. I have no. They have no more Peacock games this year unless they have something in the conference tournament. I believe you are wrong. Oh, they do. Uh, and the the Peacock's got the, the I think, the Wednesday But games. they won't be playing that day. Uh, Nebraska More is. Oh, Nebraska's on BTN. Okay. So, uh, yep. Yeah, I'm guessing it's probably Kevin. I mean, it's. Most likely. Safe. Yeah. They play well when he's there. They do. He was the, he, he's been a part of some some big games. Mm-hmm. So. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk, speaking of Nebraska, mentioned how significant Drew Christo's performance was for the baseball team, but we'll also get into some football as well. As Matt drills are going on, you can probably hear it, all the, the hooping and hollering at 6 a.m., but also as we get closer to spring as well. We'll get into some of those storylines with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald as he joins us right after this. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 